0: Yesterday was International Women's Day. I'd like to start this episode by sending my wishes to all my women listeners. I wish you a very happy International Women's Day. May you continue to break barriers, people's assumptions and the boundaries of your capabilities. Continue to be as amazing as you are, inspiring everyone around you. Yesterday was also Holi, incidentally, the festival of colors in India. I'd like to wish all my listeners a very happy Holi. While you may or may not have celebrated the festival the way we celebrate in most parts of India, it continues to be a day when people wish happiness and colors in everyone's life. And I would like to do the same for you. It's been a while since I talked about TOGAF and enterprise architecture. Well, I did talk about EA in my last episode, but I haven't specifically talked about TOGAF for a while now. And I bring this topic up today because recently I was having a conversation with uh, someone I know, and this person also happens to be a TOGAF trainer, and he has had many years of experience doing what he does, which is trainings on TOGAF, and he's worked with many training organizations, and he's worked with international organizations doing his trainings, corporate trainings, online trainings, and what have you. And I during my conversation with him, came to realize that his concepts are not very clear, specifically around content framework. So I thought I'd dedicate this episode to the Enterprise Architecture Content Framework, what it is, and see if I can explain the concept a little bit. Now, within TOGAV, the Enterprise Architecture Content Framework is a part of the overall framework. There are, you know, five parts, of TOGAF. Uh, One of them is the content framework. But majority of the enterprise architecture frameworks are called enterprise architecture frameworks, but they're really uh, not enterprise architecture frameworks. They're more of a content framework. And there used to be a long period of time when these two could be used interchangeably because there was a time when people used to think that an enterprise architecture framework is really a framework around all the information that you need to collect about the enterprise so so it's a comprehensive list of all the uh, architectural artifacts that you'd have to work to collect information about the enterprise and so it was used interchangeably but then what happened is over a period of time some of the enterprise architecture frameworks started getting more and more mature specifically TOGAF now I did come across another enterprise architecture framework recently that seems to have more than just a content framework, and I need to study that a little bit deeper before I can talk about it in detail, so I'm going to defer that topic for a while. But barring that particular framework, most of the enterprise architecture frameworks that exist today are primarily content framework. So let's talk about the content framework a little bit more. I already told you that it is a comprehensive list of all the architectural artifacts that you're going to work on while doing enterprise architecture work. So when you're collecting information about the enterprise, different aspects of the enterprise, different parts of the enterprise, uh, you'll work on architectural artifacts. So the content framework provides you with a comprehensive list of all the artifacts that will help you collect information about your enterprise. Now, different frameworks have different ways of collecting that information it's only fair that i start with um, the zachman framework that was the first enterprise architecture framework ever in fact john zachman is the father of enterprise architecture and is the man who originally coined the term enterprise architecture so let's start with the zachman framework what zachman framework essentially does is it it has a six by five matrix on the Y-axis, you have six questions. What, how, where, who, when, and why. And on the um, X-axis, at the highest level, you have the executive perspective. Under that, you've got the business management perspective. Under that, you have the architect perspective. Under that, you have the engineer perspective. And then we have the technician perspective. And then the combination of these basically form uh, different point of views of how you look at uh, the enterprise now let's take the combination of what and the executive perspective executive perspective is the x axis what is the question so we f- we find a a sort of intersection of what and executive perspective this will have a list of all the inventory types right uh, what would an executive want to see when he asks the question what right similarly how when an executive or a senior business professional asks the question how is this done within my enterprise you would like to see processes right different processes within the organization so we have a list of all the different process types what would a senior business person want to see when he asks the question where is this and, and this could be anything within his enterprise or business or what have you. So, where is this? So, all the different distribution identification. So, uh, uh, different asset types and where they are located, really. It's basically a list of that. And then we come down to the business perspective. And then we come down to the architect's perspective. And we uh, we provide a list of uh, architectural artifacts, essentially, uh, that a particular stakeholder would like to see um, when they ask the question what, how, where, who, when, and why, right? That is an example of a context. Now, obviously, there's quite a lot of more to Zachman framework than just uh, just this much, and I can only cover. I'm just giving you a very high level view, and there is a five, four or five day program that John Zachman himself conducts that you would have to attend to be able to truly understand uh, Zachman framework. But this is a high level perspective and and I'm going to talk about other frameworks as well. Let's take a look at the TOGA framework. Now the TOGA framework has five different parts and the content framework is just one of those five different parts. So TOGA framework really identifies the content framework as the content framework and then uh, it specifies that there is more to an enterprise architecture framework than just the content framework. There is an architecture development method. There is a architecture repository. There is a uh, and a number of things. Now let's focus on the content framework. So to understand the content framework in TOGAF, you need to have a brief understanding of what the architecture development method is. It's a method to develop architecture. It's split into a number of phases. Well, the first few phases are preparatory phases in which we try to understand how we are going to do enterprise architecture. We pick a good framework, we uh, build an architecture body, we select a tool that will essentially help us in collecting information about the enterprise, etc., etc. And then we go into requirement gathering. It's not very different from software development lifecycle. We just do it at a much more higher scale. We try to understand the vision of the organization, the strategy, and also the immediate next transformation that we would like to do at the enterprise level. And then we get into the design phase where we build all the architectural artifacts that we need to build to collect information about the enterprise. And then there is a planning phase, and there is an execution and a governance phase. And then finally, there is a change management phase. And there are phases within each of these. So, you know, uh, not going to get too much into it. The content framework is linked directly to the architecture development method what that means is um, well there are three types of architectural work products within TOGAF content framework we have deliverables, artifacts and building blocks and and deliverables are large contractual documents that we need to um, uh, prepare to start any project it could be a statement of work document a contract some kind of a large uh, document architecture deliverable document and so on and then we have um, artifacts which are uh, there are three types of artifacts there is catalogs matrices and diagrams catalogs are lists of things so if you are building a stakeholder catalog what that means is you are making a list of all the stakeholders that are involved as a part of this large transformation a matrix is basically data in a tabular format and and a diagram everybody knows what a diagram is now these three types of artifacts catalogues, matrices, and diagrams are either lists of things, tables of things, and diagrams of things. Now, these things that we are talking about are really architectural building blocks. So when you say, I'm building a list of stakeholders, each stakeholder is a building block. When I'm saying I'm building a list of databases or a catalog or a, or a matrix, of databases and which applications are accessing which database. So each application and each database is really an architectural building block. Now, I just mentioned three different types of building blocks. I said stakeholders, databases, and applications. How many more types of architectural building blocks are there? This is defined by the architecture content meta model. The architecture content metamodel is essentially a really long list of all the different types of architectural building blocks that exist within the TOGA framework, and what are the possible relationships between them. So, a stakeholder accessing a database is a relationship, for example, or a stakeholder using an application is another relationship, and so on and so forth. So, the architecture content metamodel, to repeat, is a list of all the different types of building blocks that can exist within the content framework and their relationships within. A artifact is either a catalog or a matrix or a diagram, which is essentially showing the relationships between all the different types of building blocks within the given context, right? Again, the content meta model also has relationships between building blocks, but it shows all the possible relationships that can exist. But do they exist in the real world? That is shown either by a catalog, a matrix, or a diagram. A diagram will exactly show you which stakeholder is accessing which application, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? It's the relationship between different building blocks in the given context of this particular transformation. Um, and then we have architectural deliverables that contains all the different artifacts that we are going to be building within it. So a deliverable contains within it different diagrams and lists and matrices and so on and so forth um, that essentially represents the architecture of our current context that we can show to our stakeholders. Now, I have told you earlier that the architecture content framework is connected to the architecture development method. Let me try to explain the connection between the architecture content framework and architecture development method. I explained to you the different phases of the architecture development method now depending upon which part of the architecture development method you are in the list of what you are going to work on will change so for example let's say that you are in the design phase now within the design phase there are four types of design as explained in the architecture development method uh, within TOGAF. there is business architecture there's data architecture, there's application architecture, and there is technology architecture. Now, if you are within the business architecture phase, the content framework specifies the exact deliverables that you can work on, the exact catalogs, matrices, and diagrams that you can work on that will primarily focus on business stakeholders. So it will focus on people, it will focus on the different business processes that exist within the organization, the organizational structure, etc. etc. All the catalogs, matrices, and diagrams that you're going to be working on will collect information about the organization from that perspective, from a business perspective. If you're in the data architecture phase, then you will collect information about how the data exists within the organization. And it will primarily be related around the concerns of data, uh, which is data analysis, data gathering, data processing, data transformation, etc. When you're doing application architecture, All the catalogs, metrics, and diagrams will be around applications. So how are the applications integrated with each other? Which business processes are accessing which application or need which application? Which application has what kind of data, etc., etc.? Of course, it has integrations with data architecture and business architecture as well, but primarily the focus area is application architecture. So the content framework, when I say is linked with the architecture development method, what I mean is the list of all the architectural artifacts are primarily focused around which phase of the architecture development method you are in. So for an architect, the architecture content framework being linked to the architecture development method makes visualizing the enterprise much easier. When I'm working on a particular phase of the ADM, I will only focus on concerns which are related to that particular phase. So when I'm doing business architecture, I focus on the business. When I'm doing data architecture, I focus on the data. I bring in the specialists that I need to gather that kind of information um, and I build my designs. So that is the architecture content meta model uh, and the architecture content framework within the TOGA framework. So, all the different enterprise architecture frameworks like DODAF and and, and PF and all that are really um, architecture content frameworks. They're not really uh, full-fledged enterprise architecture frameworks, but uh, because they do not contain within them um, more than just what we are supposed to be building. The content framework within TOGAF also contains the same thing. It contains a list of all the different artifacts that we can build to collect information about the enterprise. For people who are new to the enterprise architecture world and the togaf world i hope that clarifies the meaning of architecture content framework now i understand this is a theoretical subject a little bit and i'm sure you have questions and that's exactly why this podcast exists please feel free to reach out to me all my contact details are there uh, in the show notes uh, if you have any questions or any suggestions. Um, about topics that I can cover as a part of the the podcast. I'm always looking for that kind of feedback. If you consider yourself somewhat of an expert in any areas related to IT or enterprise architecture, please feel free to reach out to me and uh, we can work on an episode. I'm really uh, looking forward to inviting guests to my podcast. That's all I have for you today folks. I hope you enjoy the show. More about organizational agility, innovation, and enterprise architecture in the practical world, in the business, right here on the show. But before I end the show, I want you to help me out with this one little thing. Pause the show and share this podcast via WhatsApp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show. It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I ask. Just one share with one message via text or WhatsApp or any social media of your choice. And it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing this listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way, you'll get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. Uh, we also have a telegram group if you would like to contribute to the ea discussions or what have you just search for enterprise architecture radio on telegram now the url to join the group is https colon slash slash enterprise architecture radio while our contact details are there in the show notes we are very easy to find just search for enterprise architecture radio anywhere twitter linkedin facebook instagram youtube even discord Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.